This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, across the Talkstar Radio Network affiliates, across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and now in Europe. Our toll-free number is 1-800, no, I'm sorry, it's one 877 that's one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Email exon at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our two websites exonradio.com and exonstore.com. My guest this hour is Jay Karens, and uh, Jay is in St. Catharines, Ontario. That's where the Exxon was for many years at uh, six ten CKTB and. The most haunted radio station uh, in the world, located at 128th Street in St. Catharines. And Jay, welcome to the X Zone. Thank you very much for having me on. <laughs> Jay, um, you worked at Fort George. 
Uh, yes, I did. Um, I started working there in uh, 2001, and it's been sort of on and off, um, like volunteer work and paid work since then. So you know my good friend Kyle Upton? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> He's a great guy. He, he is, is a pretty a good guy. I love good his guy. and stuff like that. <laughs> now, um, have you seen anything while you worked at Fort George, which has a history rich in the War of 1812 and the beautiful little town of Niagara-on-the-Lake, uh, where every pub, every bar, every hotel, every, th- every theater is haunted. It, it's it's kind of weird. Um, like working there, and during the day especially, uh, you mm-hmm. don't really feel all that much, except for when you go towards the back of the fort. Now that tunnel back there, is, yes. it always has a uh, sort of eerie feeling. But then again, it is a tunnel. It's underground. It's dark. Even in the daytime, it's almost pitch black in there if there weren't lights. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's kind of weird to be um, in an area. I mean, you you gotta um, understand that you know uh, during the war, you know that entire town was burnt down, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, women and children and old people and stuff like that they froze to death. So you're talking about an area where there was a lot of you know um, upset and turmoil and and just sadness. So it doesn't surprise me as well as the soldiers that that would have died around this area. You know, it doesn't surprise me that the area is extremely haunted. As most areas are that are rich in history where there have been a lot of battles and a lot of deaths, just like Gettysburg, just like uh, Queenston Heights. I'm sorry, Queenston Heights. Yes, that's another place. Yep. Uh, Old Fort Henry in Kingston. Mm -hmm. And many of the battlefields across uh, Canada where there were a significant loss of life. And this is found everywhere. But being uh, that you worked at uh, the uh, the, uh, Fort George in Niagara-on-the-Lake, who is the most famous spirit? That still resides be be in the uh, in the confines of that old fort. Um, I can't remember his exact name. I know it starts with a C. Maybe Calvin, or um, I, I know he's in Blockhouse Two in the upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a little girl, a little blonde girl that's um, been seen following Kyle Upton um, around the tours. Uh, she's wearing like a, a white dress and stuff like that. And I believe that there's actually they found the gravestone of her. Um, Wasn't at, her name Sarah? Um, I think Sarah, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I haven't been on the tours in quite a while, unfortunately. Now, um, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by, Jay. Jay Karens is our very special guest. We're going to be talking about ghosts of Fort George in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. Now, if you've ever been to Fort George and you'd like to share an experience with us, Give us a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and that would be a beautiful destination for anyone coming up from uh, our, our neighbors in the United States, who are driving through, uh, coming through Niagara Falls, Ontario, on their way to Toronto. You can't miss it. It says Niagara on the Lake. Follow that road. It's a beautiful little town. Super food, great accommodations, and of course, a great place to visit especially if you're into the paranormal. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario. Nina Hickok is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long-distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. 
For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. Bill walked me to my door last night and he said, before I go, there's something about our love affair that I have a right to know. I said, let's not stand out here like this. What would the neighbors think? Why don't we just step inside and I'll fix us both a drink. Imagine being a guy whose name is Bill when that song came out. My God. one 877 toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Jay Karens is our special guest. And, uh, Jay, uh, going through the, uh, I, I've gone on a number of the tours with uh, with Kyle and uh, the the back tunnel that you're talking about, it, it didn't have something to do with a magazine um, where they used to keep the powder? Uh, yeah, well, that's actually the only original building on site mm-hmm. um, for where Fort George is. Now, the way you see it today isn't exactly how it would have looked um, back during the War of 1812. Um, so that building um, is the only um, authentic building um, still existing from the original fort. Now, tell us about the experiences that you yourself have had in that fort. Okay, well, um, I, I guess I first want to like let people know that um, you know I don't work at Fort George right now, and I'm not doing this to sort of promote the uh, friend, like the ghost tours or anything like that. Hey, like, it's, if it's people not... want to go on it, then sure. that would be great. But I just want to say I'm not you know working there. But um, I guess um, to start off, I I was a skeptic, um, but I always was um, sort of interested in mm-hmm. the paranormal and things like that. And um, it was actually my first uh, summer working there, and I was asked if I wanted to work during the fall. Now, um, I don't know if uh, many people have been there during the fall, but there's almost sometimes like 10 people, like 10 um, visitors in the entire day. You know, it's just cold and uh, yep. people don't want to be out there and stuff like that. So I was stationed in the, um, the center blockhouse, the middle, big, long, rectangle, the largest building in, um, on, the, on the fort. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in there by myself, and I was playing solitary um, on the cards. Now, during the fall, um, we had the one side 
of the building um, locked off because there weren't so many visitors. There wasn't no point of having it open. So I knew that half of the building was locked off. Now, the only way to get upstairs um, was to go past me up um, wooden stairs and, uh, you know, sort of rummage around up there. So I was sitting right beside those stairs. I knew that no one got past me. And um, out of nowhere, I just started hearing um, really light footsteps at first, but then they slowly got louder and louder. And then I realized that it was actually doing a perimeter of the upstairs of the building. Um, I sat there for about five minutes, and uh, I'll be honest, I was frozen stiff. Like, I, I, I couldn't explain it because I, it was so definite, like heel-toe, 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 and it was going right above my head. Hmm. Um, I was pretty scared about it. And uh, so I sat there, and then three of my friends, uh, who also worked at the fort, um, they came in to relieve me. And they saw me sitting there all white-faced with, this, with my mouth open and stuff like that. And I was sort of, uh, you know, looking at them. And they looked at me and they said, Jay, what, what's the matter? And then they realized, um, who's upstairs? Because normally the upstairs is um, it's closed to the public. It's just a bunch of bunk beds that they use for, like, overnight programs and stuff like that for, uh, you know, students to go and right. live the life of a soldier and stuff like that. So normally there isn't supposed to be anybody up there. They, they knew that the fort was pretty quiet that day, and they asked me, and I told them, I, I, no one's up there. I don't think anyone's up there. So they sort of gave me this funny look, and we were sort of like, oh, okay. And uh, my one friend was sort of intrigued by it, so he ran to the other side of the building, opened it up, and um, there's a staircase that goes to the upstairs from that side of the building, and there's one from where I said I was sitting beside that someone would have had to get past me to get up there. So two of us were on one side. The one guy ran over to the other side, and then the girl went over to him, and we decided to yell at each other when we were going to start walking up the stairs because we wanted to see what it was. We were obviously intrigued. We heard all the stories about the ghosts and stuff like that. Um, so we started walking up, and we could still hear the footsteps as we were slowly going up the stairs. And right when our heads reached the top, we couldn't hear anything. We turned the lights on. We, we checked the entire place. Um, two people stayed by, like one person stayed at the, the stairs on the one side. Um, another person stayed um, at the stairs on my side. And meanwhile, we walked around and, and looked. And now up there, the bunk beds, they're the sort of traditional where they're, um, the, the boards were lifted up so you can see right down, mm-hmm. right through the bed. Um, so we knew that there was no one hiding underneath the bed. Uh, you know, like we just, we, we could tell that something weird happened. And we all looked at each other and we were like, so should we tell anybody? And we really did it. We, um, we were sort of afraid it was all of our first summer. Uh, to begin with. So we were sort of like, oh, do we want to be the laughing stock of the summer? Do we want the uh, bosses to sort of look at us weird or think we're just lying to, uh, you know, try and stir up uh, stories and stuff like that? Uh, so that was my first experience. Now, um, nothing really happened other than that. A lot of times I felt like I was being watched. Um, I had one experience where I sort of felt like something was behind me. I turned around. Um, I could have swore I saw a shadow, but it was so quick, I could have, like, you know, it could have been the uh, trick of the eye sort of thing. Um, so I sort of put that off to the side. Um, but the next major thing that happened um, was during an overnight where um, usually uh, every year there's, like, a reenactment or that yes. sort of thing where yeah. the fort throws that on. And um, usually the staff stays overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, we sleep inside the barracks. Uh, you know, we sort of have a, a good night and things like that. And, well, um, the staff building... Now, this is a building that doesn't have really that many, um, you know, reported ghost sightings or, or any paranormal activity uh, attributed to it. So I never was really afraid of it. It had a weird feeling to it always, 
Um, it still does, especially now that I, I experienced something in there. And what I experienced one night was I went up to the staff room. Uh, the building was completely quiet because we were all sleeping in the uh, in the, the uh, center blockhouse where all the bunk beds are and things like that. Um, so I went up there to get um, a piece of my kit because I wanted to do some polishing before the reenactment the next day. And something just felt weird. It was quiet. I knew no one was up there because in the change room you can see basically everywhere up there. Uh, I grabbed my kit and I started to walk away, and I heard a second set of footsteps. So it sort of got me alerted, and then the footsteps got faster than what I was doing. So I knew that they weren't mine, and I knew that they weren't, um, like, I knew that they weren't sort of like a, a, an echo uh, effect. So I started to speed up more, and they got louder, and I actually got out the door, and the door slammed behind me. Mm -hmm. And I ran, and it, the door for where the boys uh, or the men's uh, change room and the stairs to go downstairs is maybe like six feet. I think I must have leapt from the door to the <laughs> stairs, and I I must have done like this six foot, uh, you know, jump down half the stairs. Just like it scared me so much. It was one of those um, fight or flight situations, and I just um, I, I lost it. Like I'm I, I am a hundred percent a believer, and I'm totally intrigued by the entire um, aspect of ghosts. But when it comes down to when actual activity happens around uh, around me, I'm usually the the kind of chicken that runs away or I get locked, like frozen stiff and I can't move sort of thing. Um, but that was my second experience. And uh, one night on a, a ghost tour, myself and my girlfriend went with a bunch of people and we were going through the fort. And I'm sure that you've heard, and if uh, you've talked about this in your show before, uh, about the ghost in Blockhouse 1. Yes. Now, he's supposedly the uh, an aggressive um, spirit. He's been reported that he's pushed people over, um, you know, that, that, that kind of activity, but most of the um, most of the sightings are of him standing in the window watching people um, move throughout the fort. So we were with the uh, with the tour, and I didn't see it personally, but my girlfriend uh, swears she saw it. Uh, she's seen a man standing in the window, and she didn't say anything until she heard three little girls behind him, um, behind us say, "Daddy, did you see the man in the window?" And so then she told she turned to me and she said, "Jay, I seen that too," and. Uh, you know, it kind of creeped us out. And that building has always been, like that whole fort, that whole area, I mean, you don't want to go there expecting something to happen. Um, but it always, especially if you start noticing things or you start feeling certain things, it's just a really creepy little place, um, especially at nighttime because it's so dark. You can hear the coyotes in the background um, on some nights and things like that. And it's just a, you know, generally spooky place. It's especially spooky around Halloween when they do the Halloween tours. Now, Exonation, Nation, you have to understand that when these tours are happening, the tour guides, uh, all they do is carry a lantern that is lit by a candle. Mm -hmm. And the shadows, the fact that the fort is right on the gorge of the Niagara River, where the Niagara River uh, enters into Lake Ontario. Hundreds of people have lost their lives there. The fort and the surroundings, if you're into ghosts, huntings, if you're into hauntings, if you want to be part of something rich, entertaining, enlightening, as well as educational, I would strongly suggest going to Fort George, getting a hold of Kyle Upton uh, at Fort George and taking one of his uh, tours. The Halloween, they are sold out months ahead of time. 
Oh, I, I agree. Um, it's, it's almost impossible to get uh, your hands on, uh, like, tickets for Halloween mm-hmm. just because it is a big event. And, I mean, I personally haven't been able to even get my hands on tickets, and I've worked there and volunteered there for, well, six years now, six, seven years now. Uh, but, yeah, there is a reporting that a lot of stuff does happen on the Halloween uh, tour. And, um, of course, you gotta, you got to rule out the thought that people are going there to obviously expect something to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're thinking of it's Halloween. Oh, any shadow they see, uh, they're obviously going to um, immediately contribute it to being paranormal and stuff like that. But, you know, they say that uh, paranormal activity is heightened on that day. So you never really know. Like, I've never personally been on the, uh, the Halloween tour, but I've heard some pretty good things about it. Tell me, where did your interest in the in the paranormal come from? Um, actually, it, it started a very, very long time ago. Now, um, when I was younger, my older brother passed away of cancer. And, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I've gotten over it. Um, but my mother uh, told me later on in life that um, she was awoken one night by him, and he said that he was okay and that he wanted her to feel like you know feel better and uh, mm-hmm. to not be sad and stuff like that because she was pretty uh, grief stricken. Yes. Um, uh, as would be expected. Sure. And um, that um, sort of made me open my eyebrows, like, or, you know, lift up my eyebrow and say that, you know, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. But, you know, it sort of got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as you watch movies, of course, and you see on TV and, and all those sort of things, I started watching more documentaries, um, going on the Internet, looking at pictures, um, little things like that. It got me a little bit more intrigued and intrigued and um I was still a little bit of a skeptic because I hadn't experienced anything myself. You and I have to take a news break at the, at the bottom of the hour, so please stand by. Jay, oh. Jay Karens is our special guest. Jay is in uh, St. Catharines, Ontario, the garden city of the province of Ontario. And to all my friends in uh, St. Catharines who listen to, who used to listen to us on AM uh, 610 CKTB. Hey, everybody, I remember you well, and I do miss St. Catharines. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and we'll be back on the other side of this news break as we continue talking about the ghost of St. Jo- uh, Fort George right here on Talkstar. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. 
Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. The ability to access the knowledge of the universe is much easier for us to access than we may believe. Brad Johnson, Conscious Matrix Communicator, is one of these unique individuals who is able to access a strong connection to the universal mind. Through his connection, Brad has assisted thousands of clients from all over the world through natural intuitive assistance. The intuitive information received is vast, covering a wide range of subjects. Brad's innate ability includes being able to access one's own universal matrix to help them realize their potential to create a life of profound greatness. One-on-one private sessions with Brad Johnson are available to anyone from around the world. Brad is also a proficiently trained psychic, Akashic Records reader, an online spiritual teacher, founder of his own unique and powerful healing system, Body Regeneration Healing, as well as a professional conscious channeler in communication with his own higher self-consciousness known as Adronis. For more information or to book a service appointment with Brad Johnson, visit his website at www.consciousmatrix.com. That's www.consciousmatrix.com. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to Fields Organic Vineyard in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. is our toll-free number. Uh, In our next hour, we are going to be having a guest that we had on a couple of weeks ago, B. Moray. She's going to be joining us. Um, Dougal Fraser was scheduled. Unfortunately, Dougal couldn't make it tonight. He does send his apologies, but he will be back with us in a couple of weeks. So B. said, yes, she'd love to come on. We had her on a couple of weeks ago. So we're looking forward to having B with us again tonight here on the XO. And she'll be doing psychic readings for one and all who gives a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. 
Jay Karens is our special guest, and we're talking about ghosts of uh, Fort George in the beautiful town of Niagara-on-the-Lake, as well as the paranormal. And, um, Jay, thanks very much for joining us tonight. It's great talking to somebody from the old hometown. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having me. Jay, uh, before we went to the commercial break, we were t- uh, you know, I had asked you where your interest in the paranormal came in. And uh, you were telling us about, you know, how your mom received a message from the other side from your brother who had passed away. Yes. Um, h- how did that spark your interest, and, and what did you end up doing? Um, well, I was very young. I, w- I was only seven years old when he passed away. Um, so, of course, I was still really um, a little too young to sort of comprehend and understand exactly what happened. Um, but as I started to get a little bit older, um, I just realized and started to get a little intrigued as to, well, if he was passed away... How did my mom see him after he passed away? And, of course, you know, I missed him, and I personally wanted to see him. So I was always looking into, well, how were, were there ways that I could contact him or, you know, sort of get to see him. And, you know, unfortunately, um, I came to the assumption that he's not around. He's not a ghost. He's not haunting um, a particular house. So there's no way I can really do that. You know, he's where he should be, and, and you know, I'm okay with that. Um, but, like I said, it, it came a lot from movies, um, books. Um, documentaries on TV, um, that old TV show called Sightings. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I used to watch that, like, yeah. religiously and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it just it just came from that, and it just sort of kept building up and building up, and I was ob- always interested in it, especially from what my mom told me. And she's, um, she knows that she wasn't asleep um, or, she, like, she wasn't medicated or any of that other kind of stuff that um, some skeptics in my own family have asked. Um, she knows she was awake, and I believe her. Uh, she's not... Uh, the type of person that would especially uh, lie about something like that. Of course um, not. But I, um, it, like I said, the first experience at the uh, at Fort George really, um, really set me going. And I mean, I would re- I would like to, um, if there was a ghost um, like hunting society or something like that, especially around this area, I'd love to be able to go on an investigation with them. Actually, uh, there is. Oh, there, there is. There I is. We that. had we had them on um, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, I'll send you their contact information. Oh, I'd appreciate that. Thank I will send you that. Uh, what are they called? Na- the Niagara? Something in Niagara Paranormal Society. And uh, we okay. had them on a couple of weeks ago, and they're a good bunch, and I'll be glad to send you the information. Oh, I'd appreciate it, because I'd like to um, get over my fear, because um, it's one of my few fears that is just anything that I know I can't touch or see, um, obvi- as a lot of people are. You know, it's just sure. something that I'd like to get over, and... Um, it's something so interesting to me. Like I have videos upon videos upon videos of it, and books and books and books. And you know, I just like to get over that fear. I mean, I've gone to Fort George numerous times, even by myself at nighttime, um, just to try. You know, especially walking around the grounds and stuff like that, just to see if something um, would happen. Unfortunately, not that much did. But uh, you know, I'm I'd, I'd like to get over that. <laughs> Now tell me, uh, have you ever used a Ouija board at home or at Fort George? And if so, uh, what did you find? Um, well, I did use it um, one time, um, and it was sort of a, a, a weird experience. I didn't use it at Fort George. Um, actually, a lot of the staff there don't encourage it, and they don't really welcome it. Um, so, you know, we usually try not to, uh, you know, yeah, pee off our bosses and stuff like that. So. Uh, uh, we, I, I didn't use it there, but um, one night, me, my brother, uh, my girlfriend, and his girlfriend uh, decided that we wanted to um, pull it out and mm-hmm. see if we could, uh, you know, find anything. And um, we got a couple little things. Uh, one was of a young child um, who was uh, murdered by his father. 
um, another one, um, and of course these are all stories. And and I've never really been the biggest believer in the Ouija. It's just you got to have so much trust for the people that are in the group. Yes. And at the time, um, one of the people I didn't really trust as far as um, would be you know trustworthy enough to be moving around the glass or anything like that. Um, but some information came out um, about my girlfriend's grandfather, and this is information that um, he's passed away now. Uh, he's been passed away for a while, and it was information that only she knew, and uh, she swears to me that she didn't, um, you know, push the glass to the letters to spell out certain things um, or anything like that, but it came up with a lot of information, especially about him being in a wheelchair. Um, so that's something I didn't know at the time, uh, especially my, boy, or, uh, my brother and, uh, you know, his girlfriend wouldn't have known uh, so that was um, one of the weird experiences with that, anyways. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. Jay Karens is our special guest, and if you'd like to give us a call, if you'd like to share a paranormal story with us, if you've had an experience in the Niagara area of Canada, whether it's in St. Catharines and you've been on Queen Street at around three o'clock in the morning between uh, church and St. Paul, and, and you've seen the Quis, which is about 12 feet tall, according to some people, or if you remember the Poltergeist of 1970, uh, or if you'd like to tell us about your experiences in Niagara-on-the-Lake, maybe you've gone to the Pillar and Post and seen the ghost, maybe you've gone to the Angel Inn and seen the ghost, maybe you've been at the Shaw Theater and seen the ghost, give us a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now, uh, people who have a um, um, an interest in the paranormal, like yourself, where where do you get the information now? Where where do you go and look for for uh, for vindication? Because I, I'm sure that you must at times feel as if people are questioning the um, the reality that you're in. Well, and and I. Um, completely understand and respect their, you know, their opinions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I got to admit that I was kind of like that myself. I had the intrigue, I had the interest in it. Yes. But um, I needed, I needed something to happen to me, like some sort of proof for them to happen to me, for me to officially say I believe in ghosts. Um, so I, I understand where they're coming from, but um, you know, there's just pretty much for me, there, there's nothing that can really be said other than they need to experience it themselves. What was it like when you heard those footsteps and you knew that no one was upstairs? Um, well, it, it made my heart stop. I got like I know that that's a that's a phrase, but um, mm-hmm. I was frozen stiff in my chair. Um, I really couldn't move. Um, I felt uh, like very alone. I felt obviously completely terrified because um, I knew for a fact. I mean, it's all wooden floors in there. It was quiet. I was just playing solitary. Uh, you know, there's there's no way that someone got in the door, you know, past me up the wooden stairs and started walking around and then somehow mysteriously vanished when there's no um, really open windows up there for someone to even try and get out that way. Uh, there is a fire escape, but it's uh, it's um, alarmed. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they would have tried to run out that, we would have heard the, the alarm and stuff like that. So, I mean, when I was sitting down there and I heard that, and like I said, it happened for about five minutes before my friends came in and they started hearing it. Um, so, of course, when they came in, I got a little bit more courageous and uh, wanting to investigate it. But as far as when I was in there by myself, it was just, um, like, honestly, sheer terror. I, I really didn't know 
what to do. I didn't know where it was. Like, I could hear it upstairs. I mean, you know what a footstep is, and you know what a, a creak is in a, wood, in a wooden building, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like, it was solid walking around. Um, I probably wouldn't have really believed it if I didn't hear my friends hearing it. You know, that, that's what really made it proof for me was that they heard it. We locked off every exit possible that someone could take. We all went up there. We seen nothing. We checked every corner and inch of that place. Didn't find anything up there. So that was my, my experience. But, yeah, i got to say, just it was sheer terror, especially that time. While you were at the fort, did you get reports of, uh, from visitors and tourists who, uh, who said they saw something strange? Um, I've gotten a few. Um, some people c- would come in um, and ask me, um, like, what's that? why is it so dark over in that corner? I'd look over there. there wouldn't, it wouldn't be dark anymore. Um, there's been reports of, like, shadows, especially in the lower part of the barracks where the, um, the sort of marriage quarters are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got sheets and stuff like that. Um, people have said they've seen sheets moving. Of course, you can always say uh, there was wind, things like that. People have also said to me they've seen a light behind me. I would turn around. Uh, there wouldn't be anything there. Uh, just um, some weird stuff. People said they heard knocking in the, uh, in the tunnel uh, when they were standing still and there was no one up in the tower at the, end of the t- um, at the end of the tunnel. So, you know, just little things like that. I never really got a lot of it. Um, most of the people would go to the uh, Friends of Fort George store and uh, let them know because they're sort of, or the, um, the actual admission um, sort of office at the front of the fort and let them know. How about walking around the fort at night? Did you ever have to walk around at night? And if so, uh, did you ever have any strange experiences? Um, cold spots. Yeah. Um, there was one time where I actually smelt um, tobacco, and it wasn't really um, like there was no one around, uh, around me, and especially no one smoking around me. And that all took place um, at the back of the fort. Now, it's summertime, so, but then the cold spots that I, that I mentioned, mm-hmm. they were almost like when people think of cold, like I'm saying Arctic cold, like so cold, like it makes you get, it gives you goosebumps almost right away. Like it's, and it, it, it's there one second and then gone. And those were just, that happened maybe one or two times, but, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of skeptical about the cold spots myself and things like that. But, you know, again, uh, I keep countering myself because it's like if it's July and it's, you know, let's say 23 or 24 degrees Celsius outside, why would it suddenly get cold and then get warm again? Um, but just those kind of things. Have you gone to the uh, Screaming Tunnel? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. And I'm, uh, I, I've heard so many mixed reports and yeah. uh, mixed, you know, stories and things like that about that uh, particular place that it's it somewhat has me intrigued but at the same time i've heard so many people tell me that it's fake and this and that so it makes me wonder but i i personally haven't been there where would you like to go to investigate hauntings if you had your choice of anywhere in the world um well i was down in gettysburg um Mm -hmm. actually this past october and me and my buddy went out to the field, um, the main field where the, the main battle happened, and we went out at nighttime, and we were sort of asking questions and just trying to see if we could see anything, but unfortunately nothing happened. Um, I, I would assume that places where there were mass amounts of death, you're going to have better chances of finding something or having something um, happen to you. So, you know, battlefields, things like that, it would sort of, or even museums, because I understand that some ghosts follow certain objects 
or you know they're they're connected with um, something. Yeah. So maybe museums and things like that. Uh, again, though, like I would even love to just go to a house that's reputedly haunted, and you know, go with a team with cameras and stuff like that, and you know, uh, microphones and try and find some sort of solid proof that I can put in my VCR or my DVD player and say, like, look, you know, look what we found. <laughs> now, the, uh, the Drummond Hill Cemetery mm-hmm. on Lundy's Lane in Niagara Falls, that was one of the scenes of the most bloodiest battles of the War of 1812. Yep, it was. And there, uh, have, have you gone there at night and just sat there in the moonlight? Um, I haven't gone there at, um, at night. I just recently went there um, this past summer for the first time. Um, there were some areas of the, mm-hmm. especially the, the War of 1812 that I had never seen just because of working at Fort George. But um, uh, I would imagine just even sitting in a graveyard, not even attributed to a major battlefield, would yeah. still be eerie enough. But when you talk about, yeah, the bloodiest battle that happened, then, you know, yeah. You, <laughs> I, I haven't personally done it. <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a wonderful area to, be a, to have an interest in the paranormal. Niagara is very rich in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you know, right downtown in St. Catharines, you've got, uh, well, the, the Hits uh, CKTB building is haunted. You've oh, is got, it? Oh, it is. It is. Oh, it I didn't truly know that. is. Um, Kyle Upton, in his book, has an entire chapter on uh, one of the interview, one of the nights we did an interview together and the strange uh, happenings that happened while he was with us. Um, you've got, uh, let me see, uh, many of these storefronts on St. Paul Street are haunted. You have uh, the quiz that goes on Queen Street that has been seen by many people. Uh, the Spectre, uh, the St. Catherine Cemetery is said to be haunted. So so right within your own footsteps, yeah, you have a lot of places, places that you can <laughs> check in. Stand by, uh, Jay, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Still to All come, right. psychic readings by the one and only B. Moray, 187 is toll free. My name is Rob McConnell, still suffering from that darn cold. And I'll be back on the other side as we continue talking about the strange, the weird, the bizarre in the beautiful region of Niagara, Ontario, Canada. I'll be back on the other side of this break with my special guest, Jay Karens. Don't go away. Hi, this is Rob McConnell, just letting you know that the X Chronicles newspaper is now available online at www.xzonebookclub.com. All past editions and current editions of the X Chronicles newspaper are available for 99 cents. That's www.xzonebookclub.com, and that's 99 cents U.S. per edition. And don't forget, the X Zone store is now open as well for all of your X Zone Nation merchandise www.thexzonestore.com
each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. special guest. We're talking about uh, the paranormal in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Also, Jay, I didn't know. I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. but there are, have also been the ghost ships seen off the shores of of uh, Port Dalhousie. And, uh, yeah, and there's wow. also apparently an invisible wall that sometimes um, is in between uh, the U.S. and Canadian side at uh, Niagara on the Lake. So there's, it's a very rich history, and I will be more than happy to put you in touch with the people from the uh, from the Niagara group that we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. Great, I'd really appreciate that, Rob. <laughs> it's my great pleasure, and um, one of the best places uh, that that we have seen when I was down there, and when I was doing some uh, some video with uh, the people at CHTV, mm-hmm. the old mansion house on William Street is also haunted. Oh, really? Yeah. There's so a lot of good spirits around there, plus the beer is cold and the wings are good, so you can, you can <laughs> right knock off a couple of birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. 
Jay, what would you like to tell people who may be listening tonight who are a little skeptical of the paranormal? Um, I guess just sort of keep your eyes open. Um, uh, there's nothing really I can really say. Is just, you know, expect the unexpected sort of thing because that's kind of what happened with me. I wasn't expecting something to happen, and it just happened. Um, of course, you know, be, be polite because I, I give respect, and I understand yeah. um, skeptics and stuff like that, so I would appreciate, you know, uh, skeptics not to uh, sort of be, you know, badgering on people who believe in these sort of things. So I guess just the, be- the the best thing I can say is, you know, just keep your eyes open and, you know, hopefully they'll be uh, changed just like I was because, I mean, no one can tell me differently now. Seeing is believing or hearing is believing. That too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, after you know, I've been doing this show now since, uh, let's see, it's 16 years this year. And one of the things that surprise people when they have their first encounter with the paranormal is that initial contact, that initial surprise, the initial apparition. Mm-hmm. After that, it's, well, wait a second, that wasn't that bad. And yeah. it's always the people, who are not exp- or the people who are not looking for the paranormal experience that have it. Thanks again for joining us tonight, Jay, and Thank I'll be sending much. you that information. Great talking to you, and say hi to all the great people in St. Catharines for me. I will do. Thank you so much, Rob. So nice talking to you, Jay. Thank you, sir. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jay Karens, uh, nice young gentleman. I love his approach. Seeing or hearing is believing. So to all you skeptics out there who may not believe that things do return from the other side or that people do not return from the other side to let their loved ones know that they're all right and that they can go on with their lives because one day those on the other side will be greeting us on this side as we make the transition over. When we come back from this commercial break with the news at the top of the hour, I'll be joined by the goddess herself, B. Moreau, and we're going to be doing psychic readings, talking about uh, astrology, talking about the paranormal, all this and much more when we return from the news. one 877 is toll-free. And my name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and now throughout Europe. I'll be back on the other side as we talk more about the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology right here on the Talkstar Radio Network in the X-Zone. 